Hi, everybody. Welcome to Living Well with Abigail Steinharder. Torah wisdom to open your heart and deepen your understanding of life. In today's episode, we're going to actually circle back to our last episode, which was titled Choosing Life Today. And we're going to try to fill in a few steps that may sort of be missing, steps that might need to come before we can take on the perspectives that were offered in that episode. This material might be new and unfamiliar and may leave you with more questions than answers. And my intention is to speak about this topic in the upcoming episodes also and fill in some of the blanks that may be left as today's 10-minute talk will just be kind of like an introduction and not at all I'm able to cover all the bases. So if you have more questions and answers, please reach out to me at Abigail Steinharder at Gmail um, and, and or wait patiently and see if the answers come in in our next upcoming episodes. So in the talk that was titled Choosing Life Today, we did mention uh, that we are welcome to notice and feel our feelings be they emotions or sensations, that that is part of our process and we're welcome to do it. And then I just focus mostly on a perspective that I hoped would be uplifting, meaningful, and encouraging at the times that we are finding ourselves in. I still love these ideas and I hope you do too. At the same time, I'm afraid I kind of ran over what for some of us may need to come before perspectives and chizuk. What I ran over is how important it can be to relate to those parts inside us. Now, that might sound unfamiliar, the concept that we have parts inside us, but those parts inside us that are vulnerable, that also might be an unfamiliar word. It may sound like jargon. Um, So how important it is to relate to those parts inside of us that are vulnerable, those parts that need to be healed and addressed before running up to the peak of the top of the mountain of wise insights. Because you see, we are a regal people. We have high expectations of ourselves. We are mamlechas kohanim v'goy kadosh. As Hashem told us we would be and instructed us, we are naturally a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. You can see it. You know we really, really are a holy and a high-level nation. We are an eternal people whose existence and survival are supernatural, and we're promised we will never be abandoned. As it says in Tehillim, Ki lo yitosh Hashem amo, because Hashem will not forsake his nation, v'nachlaso lo ya'azov, and he will not abandon his inheritance. We are a people that has seen many salvations. As we say in our daily davening, Ezras avosenu, who may Olam, you are, you alone are the help of our, our forefathers forever, from forever. Magain, a shield, umoshia, and a savior, livneham acharihem, for their children after them, bechol dorvador, in every generation. So we have these firm promises, and we know that Hashem will never die, and the Jewish people will never die. We know this, and we know that whatever's shaking, us in these regards just needs to be looked at with some some patience and some wisdom. We know all these things. And we are also each human beings in physical bodies. Our bodies are not so different from that of animals. 
as it says in Kohelas, Umasar Adam Min Habehema, Ayin. And what man has over an animal is not much in certain regards. So because we are in physical form, we all have parts. Again, an unfamiliar word for some. We all have a parts, parts to us that are base and elementary, kind of primitive. Because we are in physical form, our bodies respond to threat in basic ways, the way they know best, fight, flight. There's also freeze, and there's also fawn, which maybe we'll talk about in future episodes. So our bodies respond in these basic um, survival responses. Plus, as humans in bodies, our nervous systems store memories of all unprocessed experiences. Famous book by Dr. Bessel van der Kolk, The Body Keeps the Score. Just noticing the meaning of that sentence kind of explains this whole concept. So all our, process, our unprocessed experiences get globbed together, whether the experience is, that we're talking about is a big one or a small one. It all gets globbed together in the body's memory. In time of threat or pain, we will experience feelings, the responses of the body. These responses may be pure survival responses in the now. And they also can be based on a collection of memories. Feelings can be powerful and overwhelming. They can be experiences of fear, anger, helplessness, depression, really anything. And they present themselves through our bodies. We might not be tuned in to notice this, but it is true. To help us cope with the current tragic and intense times that we're living in, it's really important to learn to allow, now that might be an unfamiliar word, but to allow whatever is showing up inside of us to be noticed and accept it as it is and see then if there's anything getting in the way of the beautiful beliefs that we're trying to take on that um, may are being shared or that we're learning, maybe something is getting in the way of these beliefs feeling real to us. Because what we're saying is that we learn early in life to stash unwanted feelings somewhere away. And this has its benefits, no doubt. But if we want to be able to embody emuna, embody means live it, feel it, know it on a felt level. To feel trust and safety head to toe in a real felt way, we need to allow, make room for our current fight or flight state, if that's the state we're in. And also make way for old stuff to rise as well. And again, this may sound scary and dangerous as it um, might feel like something that we're not ready for. And it might sound like I, you know, I'm talking another language or it might sound like just something that is just too overwhelming and scary to even think about. So people often ask, how, 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 what do you mean? What do you mean when you say this? How is this done? Well, I decided that the time has come to talk a little bit about this. So there are many ways. There are many ways to allow the sensations of the body to ex- pronounce themselves and to, to express what needs to be expressed. And I really encourage everyone that I talk to about these things to really find a person and or a place that can help each of us tune in inward into this, the place inside of ourselves and be able to bring up whatever needs to rise and be seen. So one, one term for this um, work is called somatic work. It's not exactly therapy, 
but it's called somatic work, somatic experiences, experiencing, you could call it, but that's really not the only modality. Um, but the word somatic is an important word because it means through the body. Somatic means in the body. And somatic work works somatically. And um, it addresses the nervous system. So there are many ways of doing this, but the idea is that we're looking for a way to notice not just our thoughts and not even just our feelings, but our sensations of our body as they are a very important feedback system. There are many practitioners who can help bring about somatic healing. I mentioned Dr. Bessel van der Kolk, the author of The Body Keeps the Score, probably likely the foremost expert on um, on trauma healing today in the world. And he spoke to um, our community, actually, um, during this war in Eretz Yisrael about a week and a half ago. And I heard him say, we need to feel safe enough to feel. Our feelings will be hidden as long as it's not safe for them to come out. Safe inside, meaning safe, reliable, um, not sure how else to explain what safe means. Um, we need to feel safe enough to feel our feelings. It sounds sort of circular, but it's actually really a piece of wisdom. Um, as our feelings may become locked up, especially in such intense times. I've been blessed to see really beautiful results in um, just right now in, the, in this wartime, working with people in this way, um, working one-on-one. We take some time and we check out what it's like to go into the nervous system. And in a very gentle way, we um, kind of journey into some healing. It's been a true privilege for me and an absolute wonder, really, like an honor and, and so so humbling and so beautiful for me to help accompany people on this gentle journey of healing through the nervous system. As Robertson Tukachinsky of Soda Adam points out, we say in davening, MS ve'emuna, truth and faith. First MS, then emuna, the truth, each person's individual, individual truth of where we are up to, what we are feeling needs to come out before emuna can be felt. First MS, then emuna. When we embrace and accept whatever emotions and sensations, however pleasant or unpleasant they are, whatever's in us, when we embrace it and accept it without shutting them down, these emotions and sensations, without shutting them down with thoughts, rebuke, distractions, or even mantras, we will see that everything shifts. When we have the readiness to take the time and effort to work with the nervous system, to allow what's really locked inside to rise up, through this mundane and physical path, like in, um, it says in uh, Micha, er enu niflaos, I will show him wonders. Wonders will become real for us, not in a forced way through proclamations of faith or like a banner flying over our head, you know, I believe being pulled by like an airplane, you know, I believe, enod milvado, um, not banners and proclamations and things we have to say and shout, but through a free flow of the natural emuna that's actually embedded, factory preset, as we said in a prior episode, factory preset already there in the soul of every Jew. And it will be like the Pasuk and Eov, Mibisari Eloka, through my own flesh, which means through my body, through my felt experience, 
I perceive Hashem. Through my body, through my felt experience, I know and feel Hashem and his goodness. If you feel that you would benefit from working with me, I have a few slots available to work one-on-one in the next few weeks. I'm offering it as a free service to my people at this time when we Jews need to join together, and we really are joining together to help each other. If you're curious to see what this work can be like, um, it's, I'm not going to give it a name. It's just work that works down into the somatic experience, into the into the body. I'm not a somatic experiencing therapist. Um, to work somatically in the body through a combination of modalities that I have found to be very effective and very gentle. If you're curious, reach out to me through my email. You can check out the spelling on the name of the website. It's Abigail Steinharder at Gmail. Again, check out the spelling on the on the name of the sorry of my podcast. Abigail Steinharder at Gmail is my email address. Please reach out to me. Um, if you have my WhatsApp, you can also reach out that way. Um, but you can reach out to me through email or whatever way works for you. And let's set up a time to just discover, to just see what what's 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 got, what's inside, to see what's there, and see if this healing and um, can can actually be be meaningful to you. And when we do this and we make way and we make room and we kind of see what's going on inside our nervous system, then I, I just it just waits to be seen. Like I said, our enuniflaos, wonders, wonders come in. I give us all a bracha. May we all see and participate in fulfillment, healing, and ultimately geula, which we all need so, so much. May this happen soon in our times, and may we be active participants. Amen ve'amen.